0: Hello and welcome back to the Improvement Movement Podcast. I'm
1: your host, Maddie Coates, joined here with our co-host, Shamila Bonvenia. We are both life coaches wanting to create awareness towards mental health and encourage a really strong mindset. You asked,
0: we listened. So today's episode is going to be a little juicy on
1: relationships and breakups. Knowing when to get out of the relationship, knowing, yeah, knowing when it's not working, it's not aligning with you. No longer serving its purpose. No longer serving its purpose.
0: Yeah. When you're ready just to
1: break free. Mm -hmm. And gaining power, I guess, Mm. to be like, all right, no, this isn't aligning. Life isn't over. And kind of... Take back. Taking back your power Mm. um, for your next relationship with yourself. Absolutely.
0: And I guess it all it all starts at one of the lowest points in previous relationship one of the previous relationships of mine. I um I guess you could say it's cheating was cheated oh, on.
1: One hundred percent.
0: And the story goes goes a little something like this. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard that Carl Barron? Do you have you seen Carl Barron? Yeah. The um comedy guy. Oh yeah, yeah. And he yeah. was like the country guys with the guitars they think oh my song goes a little like this Oh yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, he yeah. goes well how about you sing it exactly how it goes
1: <laughs> we'll go on sing it exactly how it went because I feel like a lot of females and males potentially will yeah, well, true. relate to
0: this. That's very true. Yeah so the the breakup it was like officially so end of 2019, start of 2020, around that t- sort of time anyway, I got a message from a few girls. Um, when I, The first message was when I was at work and I was about to go on my lunch break. I was going down the escalator, read the message. I was like, well, up we go, back up we go to work, into the break room. Mm. And I thought, "Let's let's work this out, what's going on here? And I just thought, all right, I'll approach it with an open mind I will try get the full story from her side of the story and then get some receipts mm-hmm. to go to my ex-boyfriend with and just say look what's what's going on here what's been happening and she sort of just mentioned that they've been talking for for three months And she didn't know that he had social media because he said that he only had Snapchat and that's where they'd been talking. So I said, oh, do you mind? Do you have any screenshots of messages? Um, Was it ever a photo, Snapchat? And she goes, yep, it was his face, exactly Mm. how he looks on on his Instagram photos. And it was strange because I was like, well, that's not his Snapchat handle. Turns out he made a Tinder account And put his photos on there and said that he just had Snapchat and to message him on Snapchat. And he created a whole new Snapchat account for those girls,
1: which is so
0: twisted. And also so
1: much effort. What the heck? You just never know with people, hey?
0: (laughs) So much effort. And... I thought, well, okay, there's a fair bit of evidence to support that this girl isn't just trying to be malicious mm. or stuff up a relationship. We had no mutual friends or anything like that. And so I went to him with this information. He completely denied it. Like, in denial, he was just like, no, deny, deny, deny. and didn't do any of that. And I was a bit cruel. I was like, well, you're a nobody. Who would use your photos on Tinder? Like, this doesn't make any sense. Anyway... I um, ended up just seeing the work day out. He was trying to come over and I was like, no, I just can't. I needed to process, process for a few days on my own. And I got another message. So then another few messages came through from different girls that weren't mutual friends. And then there was some that was, and there was mutual stories and they're in the same sort of area. And I thought, oh God, that's when my world just came crashing down. Like how many more are there? How many other girls are going to be out there just thinking, this girl's an idiot. How does she not know that her boyfriend's just out here talking to all of us? And when they all found me on Instagram, my stomach just sunk. I was like, I just want to stop receiving these messages. I want him to take down all of the photos that are on his Instagram of me. I just felt very overwhelmed. And he ended up coming over um, one, one night and he came into my room and i remember just looking at him and he said it's true i i did send that was me i did send those messages and create those accounts and i just sunk i just i just fell to the floor i was just completely broken because i thought one little snippet of me like just holding on to this little like it wasn't him he wouldn't do anything like that because there was no real warning signs prior But when I look back, you start to find little things that probably you just had your love goggles on and you didn't notice so much at the time. But a big one for me was that his closest mates, well, one of them would cheat on his girlfriend all the time. So now for me going forward, that's a huge red flag because I don't associate myself with people who do that because that doesn't sit right with me and I'm not going to keep that under the rug. I would tell that like I I respect those people enough, so yeah, that definitely didn't sit right with me. And he sort of mentioned that um, he was in a like a sad place. He had a bit of a sob story, and I just Ugh. thought, oh, blah blah blah, blah. because he couldn't give me a reason at the start. I said, we need a reason. Like if we're gonna go forward, like we need a reason. I need I need something. It can't just be like oh, I'm sorry. I don't know. That doesn't really.
1: So he came up with so a story. he, he
0: kind of came up with a bit of a sub story, which made a little bit of sense to me because he had gone through a bit with a car accident and stuff like that. And my family was helping his try to get out of that, that situation. So I was like, look, I just need space. I just need time to think. And he didn't really leave me alone. He was just always messaging me, always hassling me, even though we weren't together. I was just like... He was saying all the right things, doing all the right things, organizing these like, you know, dates that when we would get back together, what he'd organize for me, and I was just thinking, oh. It when I look back now, I just needed more time to myself to make the right decision. But because he didn't leave me alone and give me space, I was thinking, oh, I'm making the wrong decision if I'm going to do that because he's making such an effort now, and maybe it was a mistake. So I did take I him back. you. Yeah, and fool me. Fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me Shame twice.
1: twice. Shame, Shame on, on me. Fool me times. That fuck the pig side. <laughs> 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 I absolutely love that song. I actually listened to it the other day and it kind of makes you be like, fuck, so true.
0: Yeah, it's so, so powerful. And I just thought, oh, if I had a bit more time to myself, I definitely would have made the right decision because he was there it was just like
1: he's was like, sneaky just kept sneaking yep, yeah kept
0: pushing and I thought all right it must be the right thing to do he's a good person blah 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 6 months down the track I was That's thinking nice. oh still I just I just don't I don't a little piece of him died in me and I thought I just don't I don't know about this I I can't I can't get back that love and passion that I once had before I just I had no desire to be affectionate towards him, and obviously, he'd be feeling all these things too. And we were lying in bed one day watching a, watching a movie at night, and he was showing me his uh, screen time on his phone for whatever reason. And because it was a new thing back then, and he was just like, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. I don't even know what he was trying to show, and it came up in his three most used apps. T- that tinder was one of his three most used apps and i just looked at him at this point i was looking for a way out <laughs> i was kind of like great free pass <laughs> i was just very neutral i just in in my tone i was a very monotone i just thought oh so you're on tinder again are you mm. he was like no no straight out denial i was like gross that's so gross like you've done the wrong thing now you're Lying about it, it again. Just admit it. Just come forth. Tell it's me obvious. what the hell is going on. And I couldn't even look at him. I was disgusted. I just thought, gross.
1: Yeah, so, totally wrong. What am I do I
0: was like, get out of my bed. Gross.
1: Mm.
0: And I just looked at him and I said, because he was like 25, 26, and I was probably, I don't even know, 21 or something. And I just said, look, people at your age have... A house, mortgage, and looking at starting a family, if not how to have a kid. So you need to grow the fuck up. You need to get your life sorted. This is gross. And I said, please pack up your stuff and leave. Mm. He was like, oh, I don't want to leave. Like, I'm scared that if I walk out that door that I'm never going to see you again and we're never going to talk. And I was like, look, that's exactly what the fuck is going to happen.
1: So proud of you. Like,
0: that is, that is it. And... That was the last time I spoke with him. He reached out numerous times. Um, oh, I think he, he goes, oh, I found your iPad in my car. Do you want me to drop it off? I was oh, like... Oh, it's
1: always that.
0: It's always something. There's
1: always something.
0: And I said, oh, you can, you can drop it off and leave it in the letterbox. That's fine. Yeah,
1: good. He <laughs> does not deserve your time. No,
0: no. And so he did. He dropped it off. Um, but yeah, he's like, well, you don't want to see me? And I was like, no. I don't want to see Why you. Why would I? Why the hell you would I? Would... You crushed me. Yeah. And this was this was after my diagnosis of my injury, battling that, the Olympics slipping through my fingers because of the injury, him kicking me while I was down with this whole breakup and talking to other girls, and then I slid straight into lockdown after that. And I just thought, how could you do that to the the, the person you supposedly love? It just didn't make sense to me but i was very derailed after all those things i didn't have a lot of self love and self care for myself i was quite dis- disgusted in myself when i looked at myself in the mirror i didn't think that i was good enough i had to wear makeup every time i left the house to go to work yeah. i wasn't even seeing anyone at work it was like click and collect <laughs> <laughs> but i just i couldn't i couldn't leave without wearing makeup or trying to pamper myself up to give myself some sort of confidence to leave the house because I just, I felt like very gross and I felt that I was the reason why I was cheated on because I wasn't enough and I didn't fulfil this person enough. And it was some heavy stuff, like putting the whole breakup and him talking to other girls on myself. I just blame myself for why, it.
1: Yeah, and so many females, so many females, like I've done that. Why do we do that? It's And I think... Well, you wanted to make your point as well is it's not your fault. No. You don't have to take it all on. He did wrong by you. He cheated on you. He spoke to other girls. That's on him. It has nothing to do with you. You gave him everything. And most girls do. And then Mm. we end up taking on their fucking baggage. Mm. Are you serious? Like, not are we only feeling so... Our self-confidence is so low. We're incredibly hurt. We're emotionally not stable mm. and then we're taking on why did he cheat on me what did i do did i not have sex with him enough was i boring no yeah. no no no. like absolutely not so i cannot even imagine on top of accepting that you've got an injury the olympics slipping through your fingers quite literally mm. and being isolated from your friends yeah worst combo for mental health whatsoever but look how strong you you've come out the other side, and yeah. maybe even share like how it's shaped. Well, uh, yeah,
0: as I mentioned before, we jumped on here that it absolutely derailed me. It was it is the darkest point in my life that I've ever been, and it was the changing point, the the change that I needed to put myself first my setback was a platform for all the wins that I was about to get to wow so I started diving into everything self-help I was listening to podcasts to begin with in my spare time which turned into a few books and really exploring the personal development world and then I found a course on Instagram through Georgie Stevenson's Instagram. She's a influencer on the Gold Coast. She does a course called Rise and Conquer podcast mm-hmm. or the Rise and Conquer course. And she has a podcast. Everyone has probably heard about her, but she has an awesome course that was one of the best things that I could have ever invested into because it was definitely the platform for my comeback I journaled I put work in I identified a lot of things that were making me unhappy and I and I changed my beliefs I changed my way of thinking
1: wow like you fully took and I think this is where some people that come out of a relationship like that and it Mm -hmm. and also when we were saying the poor man mentality where Mm -hmm. you stay in that hole and you're like, I'm not good enough. I'm not leaving the house. I'm not like you went through that stage. Oh yeah. Um, but you pulled yourself out of it, and you ha- did your self growth and your self care, and you invested in yourself to be a better version. So you you don't have to put up with that shit. Mm-mm. And I think that's where females kind of get stuck in a in a, a bad cycle, is because it's... they don't heal they don't push themselves, they don't learn, they don't create, they don't give themselves They just stay time.
0: comfortable, they just stay in the, the now and the known mm. because obviously it's daunting when you break up with someone, you don't know what's going to be next and you don't know where that leaves you but the best thing you can do is just invest more time into yourself and in becoming the best and happiest Virgin. version of you and that becomes a great, a great platform for... Your next relationship. If you get yourself into a good place, and I'm not saying you just go from one relationship to the next. It's really healthy to be single and grow on your own, and that's what I've been doing for a long—I don't know how long now—but quite some time, and I love it. I've become my own best friend, and I think it's so, so crucial for your next relationship is if you're happy and healthy on your own. And then you find someone who matches your energy and then you bounce off each other. And then that's when you experience life together.
1: Wow. Well, I think you should be incredibly proud of yourself and it's not easy to come out of that. And I mm. think you should be, and I think you are really grateful for that situation. Oh yeah.
0: I was going to say, to be honest, I'm glad that it happened mm. because it it made a few things crumble down at the same time. and made myself be alone, you know. I didn't have a boyfriend, I didn't have my friends because of lockdown. I'd have my family to lean on. So during the day I would just be working on myself. Mm. You know, in that that time that you would usually have with your partner doing whatever you wanted to do. It just became Mm. about you and working on yourself and reading the books that you wanted to read and watching the podcasts and movies that you wanted to watch. Mm. And I think that was a really big turning point and something that needed to happen because I have just grown. It just became this massive Mm. flow on effect. I just kept growing and evolving and levelling up in all aspects of my life.
1: Which is amazing. And I think like I've said a few times in the podcast, like everything happens for a reason. Mm. And it's amazing that you chose that path. So good on Mm. you.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's a good story that I think a lot of people can relate to, a, a bit like your your story. Mm. I think yours is quite relatable as well.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess I'll quickly just touch base on my story. Mm. It's very, I think, very different to yours. I mean, um, which is good because people are obviously going to relate to two different stories. Yeah. Um, It's kind of like, where do you even start? I feel like when I met... This person, I was... I don't even know who this girl is. Like, mm. not confident. I mean, independent, but not fully confident. Really unsure of what she wanted out of life. Um, you know, I wasn't studying at the time. I was... Just floating. Just float. I was just floating. Yeah. Waiting for a nice person. And... As you do at that as age. As you do at that yeah. age, thinking, oh, you know, someone will just come on by. And he did. And... He was a beautiful person. He was very different to my usual type. Mm. Um just like lifestyle-wise and I think I got caught up with the goggles as well of like love goggles. Got his shit together. He's respectful, he's kind. Um mm. But there were, I, I look back now, and I wouldn't have even said this when we broke up, but there were red flags. Yeah, you
0: see it now, and like, looking
1: back. Yeah. Exactly, and there was things that weren't aligning with me when I first started dating him, and I knew that, but I pushed, pushed and pushed because I was like, oh, like, you know, he's got this, this, and this. Maybe I have to make room for that because he's the best guy I've come across. Yeah. And this is this this, is it. this might be as good as it gets. <laughs> but like you know, he was...
0: I got to make some sacrifices
1: because. <laughs> but that's yeah. a decent egg. <laughs> exactly, that's how I was thinking, and I had to sacrifice a lot of different sides of myself for this guy. And because I I genuinely felt that he deserved it, but I deserved better. Mm. And I'm not saying that he treated me the wrong way, and I'm not saying that he was a bad person because he was beautiful. But there were things that didn't align and I didn't... My beliefs... Our beliefs and our values were polar opposite. (laughs) Polar fucking opposite. Do you know how hard that is? Like, and now I'm with someone that is not to like brief go off into my relationship now. But I'm with someone that's on the same page, has the same values, has the same beliefs. And holy my fucking God, it's the best feeling. Breath of fresh air. A breath of fresh air. And it's nothing against him but it was me it was it all comes back to me and my boundaries and my self-worth mm-hmm. and i think i just dived into this being like this i deserve this i deserve a good guy i deserve to be respected and just kept you know not listening to the little voices saying hey you know affection is a huge part of your life physical touch is your love language Um, communication is your love language and I'm not saying that we didn't communicate but it was very basic Mm. and I tried and I pushed and I pushed and I I became stronger with my communicating at the start I was very closed off and he actually did push me to be you know come on what what are you feeling and what are you saying and and then as the relationship went on within the three years I became really powerful with my communication and he would even say at the end of conversations being like wow, I'm, I'm really proud of you for that conversation. But he gave me nothing. I was like, <laughs> yeah, cool, there. cool. Thanks for listening. And I'm glad that you're congratulating on me on my communication, but what are you doing to meet me in the middle here? And I constantly felt like I was giving up this and I was trying not to be too affectionate. I was trying not to be too over the top. I was trying not to turn him off in certain ways. I was trying to suffocate myself or someone else, else. Yeah. and that is so unhealthy mm. and like it's not it's not his fault at all but there were a lot of expectations on his behalf of me and I let him feel that he had the power to control that mm. and that is not okay in any aspect of anyone's life you have to take power and you have to stand with your beliefs and if it doesn't align you need to get the fuck out of there mm and i ended up saying to him like we had conversation after conversation of and there's a lot that goes into it and i and you know i felt like i wasn't meeting his expectations with certain things and he put pressure on it and he was i felt like a bit of a i felt like a fucking disappointment to him sometimes and i felt like i was the family joke sometimes i was and i know they wouldn't have meant it like that and i love his family dearly but i was kind of
0: Felt like a bit of an outsider. A bit of an
1: outsider, mm. and I tried to fit in, and I think this is trying to mold yourself mold to your surroundings, to my no. surroundings, and how have... not be true to yourself. But mm. without that journey and without that lesson, I wouldn't be a with the person that I am with now, and B, I don't even I'm a completely different human, completely different. I'm so so grateful and stronger and more confident and I know what I want I know what my values are and I did towards the end of the relationship but I took reins and that's when it comes back to knowing when it's time to leave Mm. knowing when you put in absolutely everything and I think one of our conversation I was like I feel like I'm suffocating who I am to be with you and he was like that sounds horrible and I was like okay cool so do you want to meet me in the middle here or like what what are you afraid of? Like, what it, why can't you meet the person that you supposedly love in the middle here? Why don't you want to get on, like, save this relationship? Mm. What are you afraid of? Like, if it's not what you want and if I'm not who you expected me to be, that's fine. Let's move on. But don't let me keep pushing and trying and, you know, making the relationship stale by having these conversations each, each week. And then I was having, like, full physical feelings of like oh this is just not me anymore i want to reach out on my spirituality i want to go to a retreat i want to go away for a weekend i want to meditate i want to go dive deeper into my holistic views in life and i don't want to feel like i have to suffocate that anymore and i want someone to hug me and kiss me and hold me and our relationship he wasn't a physical t- he it wasn't for him and it was too much and i don't want to suffocate i want to live my life to my fullest with my beliefs, my values, and my love language. Mm. So I had, you know, I was going through therapy and I was talking, you know, we went to therapy and I did a lot of work. And at the end of it, I just said, I just don't feel like we're meeting each other in the middle. I don't think I can physically do this anymore. Mm. Um, but I had to do all of those things to find the person that I am today. I had to go to counseling. I had to go to counseling with him. I had to feel all of the feelings within that relationship to be where I am now. So I think I started to listen to how my body was feeling, where my mental state was, what I wanted, what I was craving, why I was craving it, really got in tune with myself and just said, you know, I can't keep loving you and keep giving you this because I'm not loving myself. Mm -hmm. And you're not getting much in return to feel your love take up. No. And that's why I constantly come back to saying, meet them in the middle. And if you can't meet them in the middle, you've got to relook the whole situation. Mm. So, yeah, that's pretty much my story. I mean, there is a lot more to it. And I think also he wrote me the last little thing. He wrote me a letter um, for Valentine's Day. And it was kind of like, oh, I'm really excited for the future and for marriage and for the house and the kids that we talk about. That's right. Yeah. And I just was reading it and I had wanted it for like, I wanted this within the relationship, even though there were so many things not aligning. And I was like, my whole body like froze. Crapped your Dax. Crapped my fucking Dax. I was like, I don't want that. Mm. I can't have that with you. I see. I really envisioned it. And I was like, Oh, I can't have that. I cannot be me, let alone bring a child and a house and a dog and a future with someone that is not accepting of who I am. Mm -hmm. And I felt like he has or had so much work to do personally that he was afraid to work on. I was like, I'm past this growth. Yeah, they do. They do. They have a lot of stuff that they need to work through. Yeah, so I think reading that and then... Being like, I have so much I feel that I need to break him down on. I don't have the energy for this anymore. No, well, it's not your
0: job. It's not your job to do his dirty work. It's hard enough doing the stuff that we have to do for ourselves. That's draining enough. Mm. All the self-help we have to do, well, not have to, but we choose to do because we want to be a better person. Mm. And then what? You're going to expect me to do what I want to do for myself Mm. and then start pulling you through. Mm. Yeah. I was gonna say that just brings me into a whole nother relationship. I'm like, Phew, no It's freaking exhausting. It is. I've I've been there and I just thought I'm tapped out. Like I am I'm trying, I've really, really trying. And I did all the things that you said for me to do and yeah. I've done them.
1: And I just Where are you like, showing what up what right
0: now. What are you doing? It's like do as I say, not as I
1: do. Oh and I'm just like, that is perfectly what? said. <laughs> Do as I say, not as I, whatever you (laughs) say. Not as I do. (laughs) Not as I do. That Mm. is, sums up the relationship.
0: It's like, Um, you need to work on this, this and this. And I'm like, yeah, I do need to. Yeah, probably. I'm not great at, you know, communicating my emotions Mm. and I'll work on that. Worked on it. It's like, all right. So, and you outgrow them. It's, you, you do. You just you just sit there and you're like, well, I've uh,
1: I've overcome a milestone. And <laughs> What have you done? I'm ready to rock and roll. It's so funny you say that because I felt like he pushed and pushed at the start. And then I was like, yeah, okay, I'll work on this. Yes, I'll meet you in the middle with the affectionate thing and pull back and not do that. And adjust this and be like this and blah, 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 blah. And grew as a person, realized that didn't align with me. And you're still the same person.
0: You, you were when we to, first yeah. started,
1: yeah. And I'm kind of like, okay. And I've tried to break down your wall week after week after week. And mm. that barrier is still still sitting right still up. the top. Still firm and steady. Yeah, still firm and steady. And I was like, I'm done. I sat in the shower and I sobbed and I sobbed and I sobbed. And then I had nothing else to cry about because I processed it all. Mm. I within the six months because I was working on it I was going to counseling I was talking about it, I was communicating I knew that it was on its way out and I just packed up my shit in two weeks and did I was you out.
0: did you feel like you were trying to work with him a little bit further in the relationship and on him as a person because you saw potential in him you I saw look- what he
1: could be or I loved him. You loved him? I don't think I was in love with him at okay. all towards the end, but I loved him as a person. I knew yeah. he had a good heart. Mm. And I knew, I can't, it's hard for me to say that now because I have a very different view on him. Yeah, yeah. Because I processed a lot. Yeah. So it's hard to take myself back to that vulnerable spot with how I felt to say, oh, you know, he was a lovely guy. And he was, but now I look back on a few things and he's, I'm kind of a little bit fucking angry at him. Mm. And I don't want to bring that into my now relationship or um, dwell on it, but I do have a very different feeling towards him. Mm. Mm. So that's pretty much all I have to say on that relationship. That relationship but yeah. um, uh, the only reason why I asked was because
0: the re- one of the relationships I had after the one that I just spoke about at the start of the podcast was very much like we we met. I sort of at that similar level and I was in a very bad place and he really pushed me to be the best version of myself mm. and to talk to someone and you know he's probably one of the reasons why I did the course in the first place because he helped me acknowledge that you know you know you're up here but at the moment you are just you got a lot, a lot of things that you got to deal with and get rid of shake off and and you know get that weight off your shoulders to to meet back where you belong and keep searching mm-hmm. and and keeps and keep soaring and I just thought yeah okay but that's really hard like I don't want to talk to anyone about that I don't want to talk to you. but then I, you break down the barriers and we did it together sort of thing mm-hmm. and then you know down the track I'm thinking like oh I've I've really just taken I've it run. to a new level <laughs> like yeah. I'm really here I really and I've it really is, yeah. I've really put in the work to be here. And then I just felt like, hang on, you know, looking back, like, come on, let's (laughs) go. (laughs) Keep up, keep up. up What are we doing? Come on. Like, I saw, I see so much potential in him. And I thought he's, he's such a beautiful person. And he's got. Same
1: situation. Wow. So
0: much, so much ahead of him and so much that he could achieve. And it actually killed me to know that I I I was no longer really having a positive impact I, I think I, it killed no me. No really yeah. longer had that like control to kind of pull him through. Mm. They gets to a stage where they have to meet you in the middle and they have to want to help themselves be the best version of themselves for and he relationship. Yeah, for the well for them. Mm. To me it wasn't even about the relationship in the end because I'm like, look, I'm going mm. and I'm here to be your friend and I, I said that too. Yeah, yeah. I, I want I want you to see the potential you have. Mm. And it broke me. It was really sad mm. because I was like I see so much potential and and so much he oozes this positive energy a lot of the time, but yeah, you know, behind closed doors he's in the dumps and it's really sad and he's got a lot to work through, but yeah, leaving mm. them in the past and like leaving them in that spot. Mm. Oh, It's so sad. It is sad. you can't be the babysitter. You can't be draining your energy on someone else that doesn't want it for themselves. Mm. And that's when I realised, you know, you're the only person you have from start to finish every single day. From the moment you wake up, from the moment you go to bed, every single day, your whole life. So invest in yourself and Mm -hmm. it's okay to put yourself first, Mm -hmm. be your own best friend and... Keep leveling up mm. because the sky's a limit, baby. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. you're going to meet someone that's on that yeah. vibration and that matches you. Mm. And that is, you know, one of my boyfriend criteria now is someone who is in that self help realm, you know, mm. someone who wants to better themselves every day in mm. business and everyday
1: life. And grow and grow and we're going to grow together and I think what I have taken coming off you know the growth and like you know not just wanting it for the relationship for yourself is with the relationship that I am in now is we said from the start like we were both very conscious of it like not just growing Mm. together in a relationship but like I manifested someone allowing me to grow in whatever direction it was without any judgment and And I manifested it so hard, like I would write it out, I'd think it, I'd feel it, and having someone accept that that's fine, if that's the journey that she wants, I will stand by her side and I will work on myself as well. Like Mm. I, you know, I do my thing to better myself, my career, my future, my family, he does the same, but then we come together and we build something beautiful and strong as Mm. a couple, and I think, I finally have found that and it is the most empowering thing because I did the work to find that. Yes. You put in all the
0: work prior. Like you said, you manifested it mm. and that takes time and energy and mm. your vibrations have matched up. And did you guys meet at work?
1: <laughs> um, yeah, secrets. But secrets. Um, yeah, no, I'm very, very content and excited to see where this relationship goes with me being the best version of myself. Yeah. It's so good that he just walked right in. He did really just, just walk right you in. Up, picked you up off your feet. I just remember seeing him and I was like, oh, look, I probably shouldn't dive too much into it. But like, you know, when you know, you know. Mm. I mean, there were times where I was like, oh, I don't know. But like, because you're probably protecting yourself like,
0: oh, this guy is really pulling on my heartstrings, but <laughs> yeah. I'm going to ignore it
1: because it'll hurt if it doesn't work out. Exactly. I think I was that. Uh, I'm just going to pull out. And I think my roommate at the time was like, why do you always run to the next thing? And I was like, oh, fuck. And I think that was actually what, well, because I was pretty like, oh, you know, I'm just going to give up. Like mm-hmm. it was a very slow process yeah. um, and I'm so grateful for it now. But anyway, it's so good. It's good to have. Good friends to keep you in line. Absolutely.
0: Well, thank you, everyone, for tuning in to our podcast this week, um, and we'll back, be back shortly in your ears with a brand new episode next week. And I'm super excited about. it. I feel like we've got such a good momentum.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm pretty pretty content. Yeah, pretty happy. You're happy. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.